Welcome to the 4E Podcast. This is Micah, joined by, as always, Russell. Hey, Micah. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Good. You look a little awkward. You have this, like, weird, like, just kind of... Well, you're, like, your face when you were saying that intro was just, like, kind of... You know what it was? I couldn't... I was... You forgot how to intro without starting with well? That's it. Yeah. I was intentionally cognizant of not saying, well, welcome to. Yeah. But there I did. I just did it now. Well... But that is you, you definitely read me. Yeah. I just could see this like awkward <laughs> but for this is a podcast, so we can't there no one's gonna see what I just saw. No. But it was a very awkward body language and just like an awkward posture. <laughs> and even in a like slightly awkward facial expression as you were talking. So that's why I I, I felt the need to say something. <laughs> I couldn't let the moment just pass by. Or or else our listeners would not realize what happened they would never know they would never and, know and now they do now they do we <laughs> owe it to them if they've stuck with us this long we owe it to them that's right so we're uh, we're having a special episode though yeah because we are uh, officially going to attend bug beer under glass yeah so we wanted to to talk about it and let people know that we'll be going super excited to get yeah. a bug you've never been i've never been and i've never been yeah, so both looking forward to that. We'll get into some of the stuff on Beer Under Glass, a.k.a. Bug, in a moment, but this is a beer podcast. After is it? All. It is. It's a lot of things it's not, but it is. It is a beer podcast. Yeah. So we're going to drink a beer while we talk about Bug. I thought that's a great idea. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, let's take a look at this beer. So I, you, you asked me to pick something up. Yep. And I asked if you had any preferences or if I should just surprise you. Right. And I said, surprise me. You said surprise. So I threatened to get a sour. Well, yeah. I said I was going to get like something super funky and sour. (laughs) And I almost did. But I pivoted. And I got uh, something from Dovetail that doesn't always see a lot of distribution. It's at their their tap room, but doesn't always get uh, distroed out. So I was excited to see it was at my local beer shop and picked it up today. It is a Groditskia. Groditskia. Yeah, Groditskia. Groditskia. Groditskia style ale. Uh, it's a Polish beer. Mm. So it's... Uh, Wouldn't have imagined by that pronunciation. Yeah. Well, yeah. Who, who would have thought with that crazy Z in there <laughs> and some K's and stuff? Uh, I did notice that there is like a preferred German uh, word pronounced Grazer. Grazer. So that's a little bit easier to look and and see. It's uh, as opposed to Grojitskia. But yeah, I, I prefer to say Grojitskia. I've been saying it all day. You have. Well, you've been practicing. I've been practicing Grojitskia. I'm looking at it, and you're like, "How do you?" You hand it to me, and you're like, "I think you asked me to pronounce it," and I was like, "Uh." Or maybe I just did it on my own. I was like Grad Gradzinski. Yeah, Grad. It's not. It's not pronounced. Uh, it's not spelt like it's pronounced. Well, it's Polish, so they have a different alphabet. Right. So it's, but it's not a. So it's a Gradzinskia style. Yes. Ale, but that's not the Grodzinskia. Yeah, Grodzinskia. Gro. Gro. Oh, Grodzinskia. Groj. Grojis. Grojiskia. Yeah, Grojiskia. Uh, Grojiskia style ale. So it's, uh, for those wondering, it's spelled G-R-O-D-Z-I-S-K-I-E. 
So that's why it's a little... That's how it's spelled in America, but right, that's, that's not even the right that's alphabet the, for Poland. That's the English spelling <laughs> of of this beer. Um, so yeah, similar to like a Kolsch style, okay, where it has to be from like a specific region, like the Kolsch region of Germany, to be a Kolsch. Or like Champagne has to come from the Champagne region of France, otherwise it's just sparkling wine, right? So mm. that's this is why this is a uh, Grojitskia style ale because it has to be from uh Grodzicka, i believe is Grodzicki is the name of the city i hope i'm pronouncing that right but that's the city in poland that the beer is from originally so you're doing your uh polish great-grandparents proud yeah for sure i'm actually kind of surprised in chicago area you know with it having like the second largest polish i don't know whatever population outside of wherever in poland warsaw <laughs> warsaw thank you uh that there are more polish style beers um well i did i did some reading on this this style pretty much went away for a long time oh. and was revitalized recently with some like craft breweries that are are more interested in some of these older european styles mm-hmm. um so it was gone for a while and almost like forgotten so it wasn't made so that that's Probably why it, they, everybody came over and forgot because nobody was even making it back in Poland anymore. Mm. But Dovetail, they like to do uh, a lot of European style beers. We talked about them on a Christmas episode we had a few years ago, I think, mm-hmm. when we did the the holiday Bach um, from Dovetail. So go check that episode out if you want to get more background on Dovetail specifically. This is more of a talking about bug podcast, right. so we don't want to get too yeah. sidetracked. But sure. that. That's the background on that. It did. It went away for a while. I I saw something that said this was considered like the the champagne of Poland at mm. one time. Okay. It's a it's a lower ABV. This is beer is three point eight, but high carbonation, so it's mm. should be kind of bubbly. Um, and it's a wheat. It's a wheat malt, but it's smoked wheat. The smoked malt. So there's a smokiness component to this, hmm. which I thought was interesting and wanted to check it out because of that. So it's made from a, an oak smoked wheat malt. Um, has a should be typically the beer is clear, light, golden color, high carbonation, low alcohol content, low to moderate levels of bitterness, and a strong smoke flavor and her and aroma is the uh, kind of the general guide. And yeah, like I said, Polish Polish Champagne was the the Spears nickname. Cool. So let's open it up and give it a try. And then uh, we'll get into some bug as we drink. Yeah. I mean, even the can says oak smoke, citrusy, bright. So yeah. Dovetail does kind of give you those like kind of nice, um, it's usually three from what I've seen, like kind of three descriptors of it. So hear that carbonation or any yeah now th- these are 20 ounce mugs and this is a 16 ounce can so hopefully you can fit the whole thing in oh yeah not a problem nice so i thought for this beer it'd be good to uh, i don't have maybe not necessarily proper glassware for this so i went with uh my 20 ounce dimpled mug which I think is a terrific option for a lot of different types of beers. Oh, you can smell the smoke. Yeah, there's a little bit of smokiness and, and definitely citrus. 
Prost. Prost. Whoa. Very smoky. A little smokier than I was expecting based on the dovetails description, which we'll get to in a minute. But smoky and citrusy, so like spot on with the can description. Uh, yeah, oak smoke and citrusy. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's like like if you have like a smoked ham, it almost tastes like that. Well, so for the ham part. Yeah. It's oaky. Yeah. It's good. It's really different than anything I've ever had before. I like it. I don't know if it's something I would drink regularly, but I like it, and I think it's good and, and fun, and very different from anything we've ever had on this podcast before. It's definitely. I don't think I could drink more than one of those at a time. Yeah, I'd probably top off at just the one and then enjoy the others. It's very light, though, the the three point whatever it is. 3. Yeah. 3.8? 3.5? 3.8, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, per Dovetail's Instagram page, uh, they had a post on March 22nd when they were first bringing it back. They describe it as cool and refreshing. This soft summer beer goes down nice and easy. Pale straw in color with a spirited effervescence. Grodzitskia is the specialty beer of its namesake town in Poland. More carbonated than a Hefeweizen and lower in alcohol. This 100% smoked malt or oak smoked wheat beer features light citrus overtones with just a surprising hint of spice and smoke in the back notes. Perfect to beat the heat at a summer barbecue. Yeah, kind of. So that description I read, so I was I was expecting a little less smoke. Yeah. Because they said more of the back notes as opposed to like right in the front. This to me is smoky in the front, not smacks you right back. in the face. Yeah. To me, it's more smoky in the front and citrus in the back, and the description led me to believe it would be the other way around. Still very good. I'm having trouble picking up the citrus. Just no, to, just, it's, it's definitely there. Yeah. You tend to, well, at least I expect a citrus from a, a wheat beer. That's a pretty typical flavor profile. Is it the malts that were infused like with the smoky oat? Oak. Oak, sorry. Smoky oak. <laughs> flavoring or so from what i've read typically the process is they smoke use like oak smoke to dry out the malt Mm -hmm. and then the weeded malt will retain that that oaky smokiness Mm -hmm. and then they use that to brew the beer okay so that's how they you know it's a special smoking process to to dry the grain yeah and it lingers there it sure does (laughs) yeah I've had, um, really the only, like, kind of smoky style I've had is a scotch ale, which has a little bit of smokiness in the malt, but that's more of, like, a brown ale with, like, a smoky malt mm-hmm. backbone to it, so you, you get, like, kind of the smoky, caramel-y things. This this is a, you know, pretty big departure from anything I've had with uh, smokiness. It's very interesting, very unique, and, uh, yeah, it's good. It's definitely worth a try if you've never had it before. Yeah, venture out to Dovetail here in Chicago, or find some place local and give it a give it a try. See if you like it. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely different. You hate it. You can just say you hate it. I don't love it. No, I yeah. mean, I'll <laughs> I'll have no problem finishing it, but I like I won't go out of my way to find it. Yeah. If I if it was at a party, sure, yeah, I'll have maybe one, but yeah, like I'm not gonna go out and find it. It's all right. Okay, that's fine. I wanted to go 
You said uh, to surprise you. So. Oh yeah, no, it was a big, yeah, big surprise. It here. was a surprise. I've never had a Grojitsky. Grojitskia. Grojitskia. Yeah, Grojitskia. I haven't had one of those. Yeah, Grojitskia. Uh, yeah, I haven't. I didn't either. So, and Dovetail makes good beer, so I figured this would be a fun thing to try. Yeah. You said you hadn't had dinner before we recorded this podcast. No. Really? So 3.8 yeah. actually worked out yeah. in your favor. <laughs> I mean, not for the listeners. They probably prefer me a little... Well, for your drive home. <laughs> oh, that's true. For my, It would be safer for my drive home. Exactly. If, and since you don't like it as much, you won't pound through it like you usually do. No. Like, if you, oh. when you like a beer, you you typically drink it in, in like, a minute or two. I do. So. That's true. I'm a fast drinker, which is a problem. Yeah. So, that'll all... This all works out in your yeah, favor, actually, yeah. when you think about perfect. it. Yeah. It's like you planned it. Yeah. yeah. It couldn't have worked out better. I got you a beer that you hate. And <laughs> it's okay to say you don't like something. I don't hate it. I just... It's not, not, every, not every beer is for every person. It's true. And it, I, there have been... I don't know if there's really been many, if any, on this. Well, I we try to really go liked. for beers that we think each other will like. Like, I, I'll like and enjoy almost every beer you like you tell me like hey this is what we're going for for this beer and i'll drink it and be like yeah you nailed it like you want smoky and citrusy in a beer and you know super bubbly and carbonated yeah that's exactly what this is and it's tastes really well done to me so i'm enjoying it you know you say this is funky and sour and kind of tastes like hay and i try i'm like yeah it's like bring me bring it out let's get this hay beer going so Let's do it. I'm all I'm all in favor of just give me all the all the beer. All the beer. All right. As long as I kind of know what to expect, I'm I'm on board. Yeah. That's fine. We didn't do the 4 E's on our intro. Oh. Yeah. What what are the 4 E's? Uh water, yeast, hops, and grain. Yeah, barley or malt really. Malted. In this case the grain is wheat. Yeah. Oak smoked wheat. Right. That's but not oat. Not oak. oak. Yeah. So. yeah. So those are the four essential elements of beer. Mm-hmm. If you haven't, you know, heard us before, and right. why are they the 4E? And that, that's why we're the 4E podcast. And follow us on Instagram, at the 4E podcast. Like and subscribe to our, you know, whatever platform. We're on the platforms. We're on the platforms. We're on the podcast. Wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google. Spread the word. Amazon. I think we said if we hit a certain amount of listens in a row, two two podcast episodes have to get to triple triple, triple digits. digits, and then we will open it up to the listeners to suggest. That's right. A new name. Yeah, I. Uh, our, an option could be for us to just leave it because you guys love our name so much. That's right. Well, friend of the show, Rob. He was he typically texts me while he's listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's texting me on Monday. He was like, "I think you should keep your name for the record, but if I may suggest one, <laughs> okay, Beer Losers, yeah, which was I believe I said that, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. So on our last episode, so I he's, said that he's for Beer Losers, okay, but also wants to keep it, okay, as is, sure." So. I think that was like my yeah one of my suggestions on what we should pivot to yeah so, so. you have one vote for well <laughs> for that the vote still it, voting it, isn't open right. yet so right. we're not we're not taking early votes we got to wait till the polls open that's right 
and then we'll accept rebranding rebranding options yeah. or keep it yeah because rob likes it he does and he's one of our loyal listeners yeah who gave us a beer that one time he in did. review yeah he's spot i mean technically sponsored that episode well, let's not go crazy here <laughs> let's not be talking throwing around the big s word yet all right let's wait till we get to triple digits before that's right well we are media members we're pretty legit Obviously, uh, we're going to our second uh, beer event as media, yeah, as members of the media. That's right, credentialed. Yes. So, so let's let's get back to bug. Yeah, bug beer under glass. Beer under gra- glass. It's it takes place May thirteenth. Doors open at five thirty. But if you're a VIP or media member, you can go in an hour early at four thirty. Uh, it's Put on by the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild. Uh, It's typically been at the Garfield Park Conservatory, but because of construction and renovation, they are forced to move it to Union Station. Yeah. So that apparently allowed them to increase capacity and the number of breweries to be able to to participate. Yeah. It seems like a big space. They had a, a map on the website mm-hmm. they looked at it so it seems like it's like gonna take up like a really big part of union station so that it'll be fun Let's see what that venue is like again i've never been to bug i was kind of hoping it would be at the conservatory because i've heard it's that's a really fun venue for the event but alas that was not meant to be this year <laughs> and so we'll go to union yeah. and uh, are tickets available if people want to join us? Yeah, yeah. If you want to join us, there are tickets available. As uh, of the recording of this yeah. podcast. Yeah, that's true. We should put that caveat. As of uh, May 4th, yes. uh, there are tickets available. They're $50. Or if you want to be get in with the VIPs, there's, there's $60 tickets. Honestly, that's not that bad of a deal. The extra $10 to get that uh, one more hour in, in a little early. Mm-hmm. If if I were going just on my own, mm-hmm. I would very much consider doing the VIP ticket just on my own. Because um, mm-hmm. $60, especially thinking about like what FOBAB costs is, what, 85 this year. Mm-hmm. And other beer events that I've been to have been 55 50 to $60 anyways. So like $60 is not a, a huge amount for um, getting that additional hour makes it four hours at the event as opposed to three so i would i would personally be in favor of uh dropping that extra 10 and getting the yeah and really you know ten dollars for an extra hour that's that's dirt cheap when you're spending 50 on on three hours already yeah actually i don't know how long it goes i don't think i saw that in the uh... it's uh till so regular session is 5 30 to 8 30 oh okay and vip session is 4 30 to 8 30 oh okay yeah so you see get one more hour yeah on the front end yeah, so they're putting it on. It's a it is a fundraiser. So mm-hmm. that fifty or sixty dollars you put in goes. It's a fundraiser for the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild. This is the event that typically kicks off Illinois Craft Beer Week as well. So yeah. they're going to be breweries from all over the state, but mostly the ones that are closer to the Chicago area are going to be. Well, there. that's where most of the breweries are in that's in true. the state. But yeah, yeah there's going to be <clears throat> obviously some downstate places as well. Yeah, when you have one hundred and ten craft brewers, it'll be there. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have them. Uh, are they all from Illinois? I was kind of looking at the list. Oh, it seemed like they all. I was like trying to see if I could, if there's anything like an out-of-state one that I would recognize. But yeah. I didn't really. No. Nothing stood out as being like obviously out-of-state, like Rheingeist that we right. had on one of our previous podcasts from Cincinnati. Like I didn't see like yeah. they didn't pop up or 
uh, like some other Nuclearis or something from Wisconsin. I don't think Nuclearis would come to a, oh. a beer event down here. I think they're they got to stay in Wisconsin. I think that's like their thing. They yeah, can right. venture out of Wisconsin. Sure, just that's the one I would know that was out of state. That yeah, is closest. Yeah, I mean, there's a few close. like you know really interesting breweries that compete at Fobab. Like Bottle Logic has won. A bunch of medals at Fobab in the last mm. few years. I think they won. They may have won Best in Show like two years in a row, or like got like Best in Show and then runner up, or runner up and then best like something like that. Uh, but they're out in California, I believe. Mm. But I didn't necessarily see them on the list. Yeah, I don't think this is much like. I mean, as contrast to Fobab, where there mm-hmm. there's a competition. I don't think there's competition at uh, at this. No. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I would just say we're we're kind of comparing it to Fobab because that's the other big beer event that the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild puts on. Um, it's not just because it's the other like beer event that we've been to. Um, it's we're contrasting. For me, I'm, I'd be comparing and contrasting because it's the the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild, and here it's the, so big too. Yeah, it's a huge event. But here are like the two big events that they put on mm-hmm. every year. One is um, in the spring, which is Beer Under Glass and AKA Bug, and then one in the fall, Fobab, the festival of wooden barrel aged beers. So, so that's kind of like the two big events that they do right all the time. That's so that's why I'm kind of looking at the two. But it would make sense that they're kicking off, kicking off Illinois Craft Brew Week and featuring Illinois craft beers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think. I think they're mostly, if not all, Illinois, for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have some of the best beer in the country. <laughs> it's true. As Catherine from Exit Strategy told us, it's the water. It is the water. That Lake Michigan water. And also, just terrific beers. A few notable ones that were pretty close to our heart. Exit Strategy is going to be there. Yeah. Noon Whistle from my, my area of the west suburbs. Uh, one I saw on there was Loon- Lunar. That's down the street from your parents' house. Yeah, in Villa Park. Yeah. They've been in other... Have they? I think they had something at Fobab. Oh. I didn't even know. Yeah. They pop up on things like this. I mean, they're really small, so I... But they have... It's been a long time since I went into Lunar Brewing, but I remember them having some good stuff there. Yeah. And then a friend of the show, Rob's, uh, one of his new favorites is Workforce, because it's kind of near his... Mm. A job he started a few years ago. So... I'll have to try them out. They were at Fobab Workforce. Yeah, they won a medal at Fobab. Yeah. I thought it was interesting, though, that Goose, Goose Island's going to be there. They're still considered craft. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think I think the definition of craft is not as set in stone as some people like to pretend it is. Mm-hmm. So there, there is, like, some things where, like, you can't be owned more than a certain percentage by, like, a large company like that. And if you are, then you're technically not craft. But I think they kind of still consider themselves craft. And a lot of their, like, national stuff that you can get anywhere, like 312 is not the same that it was, in my opinion. Or Goose IPA, which is more of a national brand now. Those things, those things that are not made in Chicago are not as good. Mm-hmm. But some of the stuff that they make in Chicago is still pretty good. I don't know. I think they have a good partnership, and they they do a lot of collaborations and stuff. And they're still a, a really big part of the Chicago and Illinois craft brewing, you know, scene scene <laughs> world. Well, I just thought it was interesting because we were celebrating your your dad's birthday. We went to Revolution, mm-hmm. 
was that uh, two weekends ago and going on the tour they're like we're the largest craft brewer in illinois i don't know yeah in Chicago. Chicago. and i was like hey. and then you as i was turning through i was like i'm pretty sure they don't consider <laughs> goose craft here yeah and then you like whisper behind your back it's because they don't consider goose craft <laughs> it's like, yeah anyway so i thought that was kind of yeah, fascinating. Uh, so I've heard going on the revolution. No, I've heard it explained this way: where Revolution is the largest independently owned brewery in the state of Illinois. Uh, so because they're still owned by mostly, I, I mean, I don't know, like the ownership breakdown, but it's still mostly owned and controlled by the founder uh, Josh Deeth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Goose Island is not; they're owned and controlled by. Anheuser Busch and Bev, all that. So I think that's the big caveat between the two. So I think Goose Island is bigger. Um, I don't think there's any doubt about that. But it, with Revolution being independently owned, they can make the claim as the biggest in Illinois. All right. We'll see what they bring. Maybe they'll have something fun for us to check out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, I mean, we're talking before before we were rolling the tape for this. I don't know why I said rolling the tape. We don't really have tape in this thing. But uh, we were talking uh, about what we should talk about. And it was like, I suggested, well, what we're looking forward to seeing or trying. And it's like, well, we know what brewers are going to be there, but we don't really know what they're bringing. So it's kind of hard to be like, oh, I'm really looking forward to trying, you know, Flying Dog from the the dog brewery or whatever. You know, I'm just making this up. But, you know, you can't... All right. I will say the only moving on past your flying dog. Uh, the only thing I've seen posted, and I, I maybe I missed something because uh, I'm not as on the socials as I have been in, in the past. But the one thing I've seen that's definitely going to, uh, that has been advertised as being there, is a collaboration be- between Goose Island and Microphone. Okay. And it's a, a barrel-aged collaboration. So they they brewed a, a stout that was then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels and then uh, had maple syrup added. And that was done at, at Goose Island. And then at Microphone, they brewed a barley wine hmm. um, that was then aged in bourbon barrels. And um, Microphone, we haven't featured any of their beers on the podcast, but um, they do a lot of like, they're like a music-themed mm-hmm. brewery. So a lot of their their beers and stuff are heavy music references. Like their flagship IPA is called Microphone Check One Two. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, nice fun stuff like that. So they they said I, I believe the beers are called like uh, Side A and Side B. Uh, uh, so we'll sure. we'll see. I'm, so and they said it's going to be they'll be debuting at Bug during the VIP hour. Oh, cool. So, uh, I really want to try those because I, I like a lot of microphones barely stuff. I think they're doing some really cool barely stuff. And then partnering with Goose uh, is probably going to be an interesting thing. So we, we'll see how these beers turn out. Do you have any inside information from Catherine at Exit Strategy of what they're bringing? No, I haven't been in in uh, a couple of weeks. So I was going to stop in and pick something up from them in the next few days or so she's not she's not there at time but there are other people that i know at exit strategy and they might have some insight so i'll stop in and just say hey and ask if they know what they're bringing to to bug and we'll see if they have see what interesting things they have coming yeah oh i should 
I was gonna I made a note of this to talk about, but the website Vine Pair had the article most underrated Midwestern breweries. I saw that. And Exit Strategy was on there. So how about that? Yeah. So that's pretty cool. They asked like some craft beer insiders to say what they think are some of the most underrated beers in in their area and somebody mentioned exit strategy which was awesome to uh to read like their write-up and it was basically everything that i've known about them but they're such a small place that you know not too many people have have heard but talked about how the food is good but like the beers are terrific mm-hmm. in that's what I say to everybody about that place. <laughs> that's uh, that's good news. Seems like all good news for them right now. So they could use it after they had a, a few rough, uh, about a, a rough year or so with, you know, between COVID. But like you know, the refrigerators all like power went out and yeah, all that. Power going out. They had a fire. Fire. Yeah. Uh, so. There's I think a couple of power outages they had to get through. And yeah, so that's good, all good news for them. And you know, and they were on Chicago. Uh, Chicago Fire was that the show they were on? Yeah, they were like on twice, one. I think now. Yeah, I think they've <laughs> they've had their stuff in the background. So, so that's I don't watch the show, so I don't know. No, I don't either. Yet. But you know, it's I was hoping I was hoping they would like promote it if they're like, oh, it's on this episode, and I could like find the clip yeah. of it. But yeah, it's kind of was a I was haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, if you're if you're there. And uh, you know one of us. Come come talk to us. Yeah, come say hey. It'd be fun to... At <laughs> Bug, that is. Yeah, it'd be, come, it'd be fun to chat. So I wanted to ask you, Uh-oh. you're on a big lager kick. Are you only going to drink lagers or are you going to branch out a little bit? <laughs> no, I'll branch out for sure. Okay. Are you going to try anything weird like a... Like I, would a have tri- I would have tried this. Rogicia? Yeah, I would have tried this. Okay. I mean, it's an ale. I mean, it's not like... I mean, at least... It, it is says- an ale. It's not a lager. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so I was a little, I was a little worried because you're only drinking lagers. I'm now. not only, but I it have, seems like only. Yeah, I mean it's all I've really checked in. A friend of the show, Rob, and I did a, a we got together for beer at his house, and he picked up like I don't know six different or seven different lagers. Okay. Well, and when we went to Revolution for my dad's birthday, you were just drinking the Rev Pills the whole time. Oh no, I had the Sun Crusher. That's oh, a, okay. That's that's an ale. That's an ale. Yeah. And uh, I reluctantly, I had no idea, I uh, had the goat killer or whatever. Goat from, destroyer. Goat, goat destroyer. Well, That's an we ale. Went to, no, it's not. It's a Maybach. Oh, it's a, oh no. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah, we, right. we talked all about Maybachs. That's right. And how they're a lager <laughs> on our last yeah. episode, which you clearly didn't listen to. No, I forgot that it was a Maybach. Yeah. So it was a Maybach. That's right. You drank a Maybach. That's right. So that celebrated the Cubs. Unbelievable. Originally brewed to celebrate the Cubs. They destroyed the curse of the Billy Goat. Yeah. Now they're on the curse of the rebuild. Well, <laughs> that happens. Yeah. But if you're not there uh, at Bug, <laughs> you can uh, follow us well at the 4E Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, I'll we'll take pics, post or, it on the on our story, and we'll also use the hashtag Bug2022, which. Is the official, official, official hashtag yeah, of the event. All right. Anything else we get covered? I think that's about it. I think it was just kind of get the word out on Bug, drink uh, an interesting new beer, new to us beer. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's uh, that's about it. Cool. Well, uh, we'll do a recap of Bug after. Okay. So uh, I don't know how to end it, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you have something else. Was it?
Was that more awkward or less awkward than your intro? Uh, I don't know. What, what did my face look like? Uh, I, was, I didn't see your face oh. when you were... Uh, I was kind of staring off into the distance. But I, so I didn't see your face on that. But like the wording was just so much more awkward on that. And the... Wait, why don't you, why don't you bring us home? <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, again... Follow at the 40 Pad Podcast on Instagram. The Padcast? The Padcast. The 40 Podcast on but Instagram. I almost had like a Chicago accent. Yeah, Is that well, how a Chicagoan would? Absolutely. Just do us on the Padcast. Yeah. I have lived in the Chicago area my whole life. <laughs> and I, but even though I've never lived in the city, my parents grew up in the city. So there is a lot of that in, ya. in me. Yeah. And a lot of people that I've heard with the Chicago accent my whole life. So it, it pops up every so often. Right. So every once in a while you gotta say the jewels and go into the jewels. Right. Soldiers, Soldiers field, field. Yeah. Which I did a few episodes ago. Yeah. Exactly. So anyways, follow us on Instagram at the 4E Podcast. Hit that subscribe. Give us a five star review. Maybe definitely we'll read it on a future episode if you do. And uh, tell your friends, share it if you like our content and steal your friends' phones to subscribe to our podcast on it. Absolutely do that. We are... I mean, give it back. But, like, oh, take their yeah, phone, yeah, hit no. subscribe, give it back. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a temporary ceiling. Yeah. It's for a good cause. <laughs> it's for a good cause. It's for a non-profit since we don't make a profit here. We are not an official non-profit. <laughs> Let's not go crazy <laughs> with calling ourselves a non-profit. <laughs> We're certainly not a 403B right. organization. This is a hobby. This is a hobby. For Absolutely. all legal reasons, yes. currently, this is a hobby. It's definitely a hobby. But we are media members. Yes. As a hobby. As a hobby. Anyways. So thanks for listening. Hope to see you at Bug. And if you're not at Bug, uh, you know... Let us know why you weren't there, and we'll curse your name, I guess. I don't really know. <laughs> We're not going to do that. But we probably won't do that. Probably not. We'll see how many we've had at Bug. TBD. TBD. But yeah, as as Bug goes on, the pictures and our faces will definitely get drunker and drunker. So that'll be fun. Yeah, and the pictures will be more crooked. Yeah. Blurry. Blurry, yeah. Yeah. So... There's a lot of, you know, the phone can do some type, some good edits, so that, that's well, you helpful. Have a, you have a different phone this time. I did upgrade my phone. So maybe, so that'll, help. maybe that'll help on some better pictures uh, than from Phobab. So TBD on that, but uh, thanks for listening, and drink some uh, Grodzitskia whenever you get a chance. Grodzitskia. 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 Yeah, anyways. The end. Don't think about beer. Don't think about beer. Don't think about beer.